Welcome back to Pretty Relatable. Super excited. Episode four. We have so much to catch up on. So much in this world has happened. But before we dive into that, Erin, how are you? How are you doing? Catch us up. Hi. Yes. Back for episode four. You know, we do these once a week, but I feel like so much happens in that time period that we literally could just do a whole show catching up. But um, another week for me, uh, nothing too crazy and out of the ordinary. Um, It was kind of an off week for me just because Thomas got sick. My son got sick. And so he's doing much better today. But, um, you know, just speaking from a parent again, you never know what to expect with kids. And when they get sick, your heart just like crumbles. And we ended up in urgent care at like 10 o'clock at night because he wasn't breathing right all of a sudden. So with him, it's just always something new. So that's kind of how the past week honestly has been, was just trying to figure out what he has going on. And he's just got a virus that just doesn't want to go away. So we've just been taking care of that. But my week has basically revolved around him. (laughs) So um, that's my very boring update because that's all (laughs) doing for the past week. But that is just part of being a parent. Um, So anything exciting with you? (laughs) No, but wait, you did have your glucose hour test, right? Yeah. So big update on that. Um, I guess not too much of an update yet, but, um, I think we mentioned last time I failed my one hour glucose test. Um, so this is when you're pregnant, you have to get glucose testing done to make sure your body is reacting to uh, insulin and sugar the correct way. Um, otherwise you get diagnosed with gestational diabetes, um, which is most of the time just temporary. Mm -hmm. So failed my first hour, did a three hour this morning. Um, long, long three hours. <laughs> it's a long time. <laughs> Where you can't eat or drink anything and you're fasting. So, you know, definitely a hangry moment going on, but hopefully we'll have the results in the next couple of days. Fingers crossed. It's all good, but yeah, if it's not, it's okay. We'll get through it's this. It's okay. You've done it before. So yes. it's not like this is going to be shocking, but can you eat like whatever you want just until you find out the results or do you have to be careful even starting now? I mean, just kind of being the, uh, I guess, negative Nancy that sometimes I can be <laughs> about health related stuff. Um, I've been trying to be a little bit better, although we had like, I had two bowls of spaghetti last night because mm. that was what I was in the mood for. Yeah. Um, and I've been eating handfuls of um, chocolate covered raisins because I'm an old woman at heart. She really is. <laughs> this is what she gets people when she goes to the movies. She's like, can I have the raisinettes? So and I'm like, what is wrong with you? They're so good. They're so good. I will never <laughs> turn them down. But, you know, I'm a stress eater, so it's been hard to yeah. try to, like, balance that. But I've been trying some new, like, low-carb, low-sugar um, food items to see if I like them so that if this does happen, okay. I'm kind of prepared. Yeah. So I've been trying um, in the frozen foods, the real good brand. Um, so they are like kind of like a keto diet basically, but there's, it's only got, I think it only has like seven net grams of carbs in it. It's like this lasagna. Oh, um, okay. So and it's like a use, meal. Yeah. Like so a, they, okay. Yep. Yeah, so, but they use like um, chicken or other types of food instead of like the pastas and everything mm. that you would usually have. So been that, I just tried these cheese crisps to, instead of chips or crackers. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a bunch of desserts to sample too that are a <laughs> low sugar, low carb, keto type style. So, so far I'm doing okay. So I'm good. learning some of the good things I can eat. But Yeah. And keto is like so popular now. I feel like it, it might be easier, even though you weren't pregnant super long ago, there might be some more new, more recent, better options out there for like this type of restrictions. Yeah. So, I've, yeah. I think, I feel like four years ago, I guess when I was pregnant and had this going on, yeah. I didn't feel like as there's many resources out there. Mm-hmm. And now with, you know, Instagram, that's like mm-hmm. huge. And people who have, um, you know, stuff that goes on there. I already found two uh, folks on Instagram who have so many options, like meal ideas, snack ideas, which snacking is my big thing. So <laughs> I found I can have three cups of popcorn and a cheese stick or a protein bar, and that will be a good, healthy snack for me. So there's still hope. That's <laughs> delicious. Still, I know. I can still enjoy some of the good stuff. And it's not a no-carb diet. It's just yeah. a very low-carb and complex carbs. So lots to, lots to learn. <laughs> You're basically a nutritionist when this I am. happens. Like I did it's... not know that carbs were high in corn. So, Oh my cor- God. Yeah. Yeah. 
Corn is not a veggie that you would eat if you are on a low-carb diet. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, so my husband, Sean, has type 1 diabetes, and the amount of things I have learned that have carbs in them that you just, you think yeah. it's healthy, like an apple, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, it's an apple, it's healthy, and he's like, do you know how many carbs are in an apple, like, yeah, I think, and bananas, why do you think a lot of runners eat bananas for the carbs, and I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, I just, it's just, it's amazing what your mind opens up to when you start when you are around people or you have to start thinking about like your carb intake and those type of like restrictions, I guess, but yeah, I know you're going to get through it. I know. Sorry. It's okay. We, we survive. It's only for maybe 12 weeks or so. So once this baby comes out, I'll be normal. (laughs) That is weird to say 12 weeks. That seems like nothing. Oh my gosh. It's going to be fast. And I have so much to do to get ready. Although, I almost bought a stroller today, so we're we're okay. Getting Can you just wait out. until we throw you like a sprinkle or something? I'm, like, don't do well, it yet. But it's like a big, it's a big expense, and it's on sale, so I feel like I should take advantage of it. Okay, we'll send it to some of us who are going to go in on a gift for you so we can just get it for you. Oh, my goodness. This is what she does. She always says that she buys the gifts, and she'll put in a list, and then she's like, oh, wait, I already bought this for myself. And we're like, just, oh. just let us buy it. Nah. You're so funny. So, but anyways, okay, tell me about your week. What's been going on? Oh, gosh, what has been going on? This week feels like it's been a million years long, and I don't know why. And it's only, like, we're recording, what, Wednesday night? Like Wednesday, yeah. I don't know. I need the weekend back. But we, what have we we done for the past week? Oh, we played intense pickleball on (gasps) Sunday. It was so much freaking fun. We, like, went to a local park, and there was, like, another couple there. And they're like, do you guys want to play? And we were like, yeah, sure. So we played for, like, two hours. I'm, like, melting out there because it's the Florida (laughs) sunshine. But we had so much fun. And now I, like, want to join a pickleball league. And So so give a quick pickleball overview of what it is because it is, like, a up and coming trend like so many people are getting involved all ages so what's kind of like what is pickleball okay well it's like a combination of tennis and ping pong and it's played on like a it looks like a tennis court but shorter and it's using like these little wooden paddles and like honestly pickleball has taken this country by storm and I highly encourage it because you can be any age, like any, like my dad's had what, how many knee replacements now? And he plays like, <laughs> oh, like God. he goes out and like plays and everything. And like, it is so much fun though. And the amount of people like our age that are playing is really cool to see. Like there's like local intramural leagues now that have it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to sign up. I go to sign up. It's completely sold out wow. for the fall. Like it was, and they had four leagues here where I live and I'm like, holy crap, this is way more popular than I thought. But we had such a good time. I signed us up to play again this weekend. And we were like texting our new like pickleball friends. And we're like, hey, does anyone want to play? We reserved a court. Like we're those people now. <laughs> but it was it was so fun. It's a great workout too. It's like, you know, quick movements. And I like it because I'm used to play tennis. I really like playing ping pong. I don't know I was why. I say, you're yeah. really good at the ping pong, so I'm sure I'm this is right into your... freakishly good at ping pong <laughs> and bowling. Like, oh, very interesting two things to be good at, but, like, my parents, when we were growing up, like, for some reason, we had a ping pong table in our house. Like, not in our basement, because we didn't have a basement. We had it in our living room. Um, I don't know why, but thanks, Mom and Dad, because I'm damn good at ping pong, and I'm damn good at pickleball, and it's so funny. Actually, Sean and I played on the same team, so normally when we play, we don't, we're not on the same team. Like, we like competing against each other, but this time we were on the same team, and it's just so funny, because, like, he'll get really down on himself and I'm like, it's okay. Like we're having fun. And then I'll get down on myself. But like, I like smash my racket on the ground. Like I show aggression <laughs> and he's like, calm down. Like we're all just I- playing pickleball. <laughs> all, all I can think of right now is the scene in bridesmaids with the tennis match. And you're like, come oh, on, Carol, <laughs> get your shit together. Yeah. That's me. Except like, sometimes I'll be nice. But if he like, if, if he really fucks up, I'm just like, are are you kidding me? Like, what are, what are we amateurs out here? But like, yeah, yeah we are. I so you get intense. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. We, but we're both so competitive. It's so funny, but we had such a good time. And then he's a big, um, New York giants fan and the giants won on Sunday. So Sunday was a really good day for us. We had a, we had a really good time. Good. Um, and then what else work has been really busy. Um, I stayed up watching the Emmys, which we'll get into later yes. on Monday night. And, 
I went to bed last night at like 8.30. I fell Ugh. asleep reading my Kindle and it was lovely. I needed it. I really needed it. <laughs> that sounds really good. I, what book are you reading now? Because I just started reading one that you gave reviews on a oh, couple weeks one? ago. I'm reading, oh, Book Lovers. Oh, I like that one. Okay, some yes. people fucking hated that book. Like, <laughs> really? totally just were like, this is so cheesy, rah, rah, rah. I mean, I I feel like I you have know. to go into it knowing it's going to be cheesy. Like, yeah, it's called what book do you lovers. Expect? <laughs> like, it's literally called book lovers. Like, yeah. come on. I but thought so it was mentioned- really cute. I liked your review, so I jumped right in oh, when I was you. waiting for my appointment this morning. So I'm only like 15% in, so don't give yeah. me too much credit. But I think it'll be a quick read once I get down to it. Yeah, I'm starting to read the new one for the book club, The Firekeeper's Daughter. Oh, yes. I've, I have I heard it's like a new author, and it's like on all these lists and everything. And actually, it's going to be made into um, a Netflix show <gasps> with the production company of The Obamas. Oh, And no I was way. like, what? This is sick. Like, I got to read this so I can watch the show and, like, okay. know what happens. But I just returned it, but now since it's going to be a show, I feel like I need to bring oh it back gosh. and actually you probably, read it. You probably returned it from the Libby app, and I got it because I just yeah. got it yesterday. Oh, yeah. You returned it yesterday. Okay, I was like, yep. I was like I'm you. not going to get this done. <laughs> Thanks so much. You're welcome. <laughs> I've only been waiting 12 weeks for that book. Like. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Everybody in the book club. It's not just me. I I know. I know. But that's funny that it's the same day. That's really funny. Uh, Oh my goodness. But, but yeah. So, okay. So speaking of the Emmys, so I know if you guys followed on our, uh, Instagram, please follow us, uh, the pretty relatable podcast. Super exciting to go on there. It was like kind of like kind of fun to do it live and to like post and like in real time what was happening at the Emmys. But um, if you didn't catch it, the Emmys happened on Monday night at the Microsoft Theater in LA, which Aaron and I have been to the Beverly Hills Hotel. And we, yes. I thought that's where the Emmys were held. And I was about to be like, here's a throwback photo of Aaron and I in the <laughs> bathroom. And then I was like, Dang it, that's not the award show that's out there. I think it's the Golden Globes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. I was like, okay, well, when those happen, I'm definitely posting that photo because we'll we both that. look really cute in it. Deal. Totally Even with our deal. little like conference lanyards on, we look yeah, cute. right. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, right. So the Emmys happened, and there were some really big wins, and also some some snubs, but also some history was made. So I kind of wanted to just go through. And talk about, like, the biggest winners and just, like, see, Erin, if you've watched the show and kind of talk about it. Are you good with that? Yeah, absolutely. There's definitely some I'm like, I love this show. Some I'm like, yeah. I need to add this show to my list. Because oh my gosh, that's me with Ted Lasso. Yes. Like, oh, my I, gosh. I cannot wait. Hold on. <laughs> How have you not watched Ted Lasso? How come I did not know this? Because I, Okay, so we watched, I mean, when did Ted Lasso come out? Like, during 2020, right? Like, peak I think, pandemic? I think so. It okay. was something like that, yeah. And I don't think we, I think we watched an episode because I signed up for the trial of Apple TV Mm. and then I like forgot about it and then I never did anything. So I'd have to like purchase the subscription. I was like, I have too many of these. I'm not doing it. But now I think I have to do it. I mean, I'll give you my sign in if that's what it requires because you need to, I feel like you and Sean would love the show. I mean, it's so good. Yeah. Tom, Tom and I were, we, I mean, we binge it anytime it comes out. So I think a new season's not too far away. So how many seasons are there? There's been three. Okay. Yeah. I think Reasonable. three seasons. Yeah. And they're not um, too long to get through. So you guys should get through them pretty quick. But okay. definitely watch and then we're going to talk about that. Okay. Deal. Okay. So the first one up, The White Lotus. This was on HBO Max. It won 10 Emmys for like Best Limited Series, Best Writing, Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress, which we'll talk about Jennifer Coolidge because yes. I, I love her. But wait, have you seen The White Lotus? So this is one is not I have actually not seen surprisingly. Oh my gosh! But it is on my list. It's okay, one good. of those I don't think Tom would enjoy it. So I feel like it's one I have to watch by myself. But it's it's we'll different. See. Like it yeah. really like Sean and I watched it, and it was one of those shows though where it's like Sunday night at nine o'clock you're putting it on because you don't want to miss it. Right. But it was it was so like it was like weirdly funny and also like what the <laughs> fuck at the same time yeah well i like the cast of it so yes. that's i'm like i feel like i would just enjoy it for that and i mean anything with jennifer coolidge oh my god and connie Britton. trying yes <laughs> connie <laughs> oh my god love them but jennifer coolidge i'm sorry the emmys like they, they <laughs> needed to let people talk did it feel shorter this year 
than usual well, that I don't they're know, talking to early. Oh, the but, talking? Yes. No, a yeah. thousand percent. They like people were this was their first time winning and people yeah. were just like being like musicked off the stage. And I loved that Jennifer Coolidge was like, I am taking this moment and mm-hmm. She was, like, so funny. She was saying she, like, ate something, so she was, like, really full no, in her she, dress. she took a lavender bath. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She I love a, her more. a lavender bath, and it made her swell into her dress. <laughs> She's relatable. She should be she on this podcast. She is so relatable. She is so relatable. Oh, the best. Steffler's mom never dies. <laughs> oh, my God. No, she forever to me is legally blonde. Like, I'm taking yes. a dog dumbass like <laughs> makes me on a hot dog yeah, that is 1000 percent. i think i even post that on our instagram you story because i was like that's the reference i hear in mm-hmm. my head like that's that's who she is but she started like dancing when they were trying to get her off stage and it was like yes give her her freaking moment let these people talk it was yeah yeah i felt like it was too short of a time when people like this is a this is a very big moment for them. And I'd yeah. rather hear them than these stupid little skits that they were doing. I was I like, know. half of these aren't even funny. Like let them speak. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I just, it just felt shorter than usual. I don't yeah. know if it really was or not, but it, it just felt rushed every time somebody was up there. It did. That's exactly the word. They felt very rushed. Did you notice on some, they would actually have like a graphic come up on the yes. bottom with their thank you people. Cause it's like, they knew mm-hmm. they weren't going to be able to say everybody. So they did it that way. Um, so maybe that was part of. Okay. But that's shorter. also weird. Cause I'm like, what do these people submit who like they're, Right, their like, speech. Like, how did they know they were going to win and get them that shit ahead of time? I guess if you're nominated, you're supposed to submit something just so they have yes. it. And if you win, they plug it in. I don't know. That seems a little fishy to me. <laughs> it said live at the bottom of my screen, but I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it was delayed. I don't know. Hollywood, they can really trick us. <laughs> but Okay, the next one. Oh, this one. Actually, Amanda Seyfried. Seyfried. Yes. Uh, she won the Best Lead Actress uh, in a Limited Series for her portrayal of the disgraced CEO, Elizabeth Holmes, in Hulu's The Dropout. So I actually had her on one of my best dress lists because mm-hmm. I loved her look. I Gorgeous. Thought, and the fact that she thanked her dog, Finn, <laughs> and she actually posted a TikTok today of her dog, like the Emmys on the floor, and her dog just like runs past it. And it's just, I love Does, her. Doesn't I she think. have like a super cute Australian shepherd. Isn't that what Finn is? Yes. Yes. She is always with that dog and I love it. And he's so cute looking, but I love her. She seems so nervous though. Like when she she went up, which was was her first one. I know, which is, which is awesome. I just, you know, she's been around for a while. So I was a little surprised that she had that, that nervousness to her, but it also is kind of like really genuine. So it makes that feel really special. Yeah, I agree. But I haven't seen the dropout though. Have you? No, I haven't. Another one that's you know, I'd love to watch um, just <laughs> for something to watch. But now I'm in football season, so it's hard yeah. for me to find that. <laughs> no, I know. It makes it hard to find time for like half of these shows that I'm like, oh, let me add it to the list mm-hmm. of 12 other things that are on my list. Yeah. And we have all of our Christmas movies coming up for Netflix. <gasps> so, you know. Yeah, but just... I haven't seen. Well, it's only September. I haven't seen yeah. any. You know what we never watched, which I'm actually shocked at, is the one with Kyle Richards, that Christmas movie. Oh, like I don't even on Peacock it, or something. Oh, well, that might have to be a holiday. Uh, yeah, activity. I'm actually <laughs> upset at us that we didn't watch that. <laughs> I think I just got Peacock a couple months ago, so that's probably. Why. Oh my god! I'll give you my code. <laughs> we'll share. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay, okay. The next one is Succession, which oh my god, I'm obsessed uh, with this. So this one, outstanding succession. drama for the second year in a row. Um, obsessed with Succession. I. I cannot wait until the next season comes out. Oh, I know. So I've, every season has been so good. And like, I'm always like on the edge of my seat trying to figure out who's going to be up top, you know, who's against who, who's siding yeah. with who. It's just so good. I did not expect, um, oh gosh, what's the actor's name? I know. Uh, well, I only know him as Tom. I know. Like, that's what I was going to say, yeah. Tom um, or Mr. Darcy. Um, Isn't that so- crazy? <laughs> I know. Did not expect that. It's such no. a variety of roles but I honestly as he but his character really popped out a lot more this past season so I think that's probably why he took the front runner um because Kieran Mm -hmm. Culkin was in the in the running Mm -hmm. um so I didn't expect him to come out on top but I loved his character it got he got really like um kind of brutal this last season and I won't I won't give anything away just in case you are 
wanting to watch it. But he definitely was more in the forefront and a lot of the drama and craziness of the show. Yeah, people on Twitter are joking that the plot of Succession had actually happened in real life because Siobhan was nominated as well and of course tom gets the you know (laughs) he gets the emmy not her and if you've watched the show it'll make more sense but oh my gosh i thought that was fucking hilarious that is funny i didn't even think about that but that is really really funny so yes if you watch the show you get the joke yeah if you haven't you should go watch it highly recommend it's on uh is it hbo or showtime hbo yeah i don't have showtime so yeah Yeah, but that had 25 nominations isn't that crazy Wow. That's a lot. And it's only been three seasons, I think, or yeah, four. I think, no, I think the fourth one's coming out. I think it's only okay. been three. That's a good binge watch show. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love that show. Um, okay. And then Ted Lasso. I know. Yes. Don't kill me. I haven't seen yes. it yet. But Jason Sudeikis won for Best Leading Actor in a Comedy. And then Brett Goldstein for Best Supporting Actor. So this is their oh. second year in a row both winning the, those awards. And I have to say that Hannah Waddingham, um, part of the Ted Lasso cast, was one of my best dressed. Oh, wait. Is that the pink dress Barbie? Yes. Oh, yes. I thought she was so cute. And oh, I love that she was like, I'm not wearing heels to this. And she like had sneakers on. Yeah, she is. I love her character in the show. If you watch the show, I love her in real life. Big Hannah fan and loved, loved. She might have been my favorite dress of the night. But oh my if gosh, not, I love very that. up in the top five. Yeah, there were some really good looks. And then there were some misses. And I'm, I did not prepare enough to talk about the looks. <laughs> but we can, if you had any, feel free to yes. mention them. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> um, okay, so moving on. So some history was made at the Emmy. So Squid Games, Lee Jung Jay? Uh, became the first Asian actor to win the Emmy Award for Best Male Actor in a Drama. Um, so he was in... I actually didn't see Squid Games because it kind of oh, freaked me out. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I'll go watch it. I mean, I think it's, there's like a second season. Yeah, it's really intense, but I recommend... I mean, it was is the most watched show ever in like That's TV history. Crazy. Which... Well, the director actually of Squid Games, he also won for Best Drama Series Director, and he was the first Asian to win that award as well. So that's, that's awesome. History making night, and along with that, I love the show Abbott Elementary. I was rooting for that entire cast. Every nomination, I was like on the edge of my seat, like, "Come on, please win!" So I was like, as if you watched the. The Instagram story, I was going crazy that Cheryl Lee Ralph won the Emmy for Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy for her performance as teacher Barbara Howard in Abbott Elementary. She is the first black actress to win in the category since Jackie O'Hare or Jackie Harry in 1987. That's, wow. That's insane. Like, no, she, she deserved that and a million more. And then the writer and creator of the show, Quinta Brunson, won the Emmy for Best Comedy Series Writing. And this well-deserved, but did Jimmy Kimmel steal her moment a little bit? <sighs> yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah he did. It definitely Get up, sir. Not Get the up. right time or right place for the jokes. Um, she's fun as show tonight, I think. Yeah, she, um, I think she, she handled addressed... it very well. Yeah. Yes, she like, did. What else is she gonna do, you know? Be like, this guy right. fucking sucks? Like, yeah. Like, I he could have just rolled away. Like, right. <laughs> like the, the skip part is over. You exactly. Can move now. Bet. Exactly. That's what I was thinking in my head. I'm like, why is he still there? They panned to her in the audience of her reaction winning. That would have been a great time for him to, you know, yep. get up and get out of here. Let her well, have her she, moment. Like, this is history. Steps, yeah. And then she like steps over him and she's like, Jimmy, um, Jimmy, you can just laid there. Yeah. So I think fine. at one point she made a joke. She's like, can you hold my phone? Like, yeah, she tried like, to make the best up. of it. Yeah. But it's like, all right. And I, I'm sure. I don't know. He hasn't put out a statement or anything, but other people have. Even Cheryl Lee Ralph was like, you know, he should have moved. Like, that yeah. was her moment. That was a historic moment. And I hope that Quinta knows how much we love and appreciate the amazing work that she's done. And she's been in comedy for so long. I mean, she started she at has. BuzzFeed. Yeah. And, and Abbott Elementary is another one I haven't actually watched. And I, oh I think God, it just... Haven't? Not that it, I That's haven't so wanted to. I think it just wasn't something I was like, oh, I got to watch yeah. this. But since it is proving to be like an award winner and getting a lot of, um, you know, positive reviews, I think mm-hmm. it might have to be one I try to check out soon. It's like The Office, but in an elementary school. Oh, like, perfect. <laughs> it, like they look at the camera. It's like a mockumentary. It's so funny. Like the writing on it is unbelievable. Love it. 
and the, and the characters. Like I'm obsessed with all of them. Um, okay. And then we'll just do the last one. Uh, Lizzo. Loved her. <laughs> love, love, love her. I loved her speech. I thought it was so amazing. So Lizzo, um, took home the Emmy in the reality series category. So she took home the award uh, for her watch out for the big girls. And I love that she shouted them out. I loved her message that she sent to everybody. And I'm obsessed with Lizzo. I love her. Yes. And she was so emotional up there, too. And it just showed, like, how Mm -hmm. much this really meant to her. And she's halfway to the EGOT. So you never know. Oh, my God. I know. And um, it's possible. Oh, she could be very well in a movie. Get that Oscar. And, of course, she could be on Broadway, too. Yeah. Get that Tony, girl. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, do you have to be on Broadway to get a Tony? Is that the only way to get one? Yeah, I think Tony is all Broadway-type awards. Okay. She could do it. I mean, she's got yeah. she the vocals for it. She Absolutely. could play the flute. She could do anything. Yeah, She's no. so talented. She definitely has the potential to be an EGOT. But, um, yeah. yeah, love her. Loved everything about her. I wasn't the biggest fan of her dress, but I tried to like it just... Yeah, it's one of those things. You're not I, a fan I of like the get. big poofs. I don't. I I'm yeah. very classy. Hollywood is my thing. So the I classic. Think that's why. See, I yeah. like the red. I thought she looked like. I love so... the color. Yeah, I love that. And I don't know. I think, I think she makes a statement in what she wears, and I think she's just so like, I'm gonna wear whatever the fuck I want, and I love that about her. So I think it's like that she wears it with such confidence. Too, she does. That makes me love her more because I'm like, how do I get that confidence? Like, yeah, Lizzo, right. tell me, like, what, how do I do that? Yeah. yeah, it's a rare, it's a very rare thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But, but yeah, okay, so that's the Emmys wrap up as we get into award season. We'll be sure to kind of highlight, go over the best of the best and also the ones that like fell short of winning any, uh, any awards. So, Erin, want to get us into our next story? Yeah, so, um, Slightly somber going into this story. So uh, back on September 8th, Queen Elizabeth II did pass. Um, She was, I think, 96, if I remember correctly. Uh, So long life, longest ruling in the uh, British monarch. Um, So just such an incredible leader for that country. Um, But a lot has happened very quickly. Um, I mean, it's only been, what, six days, six days, yeah, six, not even a week. Um, so obviously the most, um, important thing is that her son, Prince Charles is now officially King Charles III and the, the ruler of the country in the British monarch. And so along with that, there were some new official name titles. Um, so his wife, Camilla, is now the queen consort, which was a surprise because it was something that I think was debated for a long time if she would go into that role. But mm-hmm. I just found out that the queen, Elizabeth, had actually wished for this back in February. So she verbally came out and said that was her her goal for Camilla because of her um, commitment to Charles and the country. Um, they've been married for 17 years, so she's been around in that role for quite a while. If they would have just let them get married in the beginning, like, wouldn't yeah. go through any of this horrible things that happened to Diana and all that crap. Like, right. Geez, like, oh, anyway, sorry. What a coulda, shoulda. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, beyond that, of course, uh, Prince William is now the Prince of Wales, taking over for King Charles's uh, former name, and Kate is now the Princess of Wales. So those were the two most notable. Um, they made <laughs> their changes officially on their <laughs> their Twitter and social media. So I guess that is how the world knows. Yeah. <laughs> that's the that's where we live right now. Um, and then, of course, all their kids have become. Um, his Royal Highness, Her Royal Highness, uh, they're going to be taking on potentially the Cornwall and Cambridge titles. Um, so a lot of still items in the work. Um, there is a possibility that Harry and Meghan's two kids gain the titles of Prince and Princess, but I think the 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 um, it's kind of a question of do they want that for their kids as well mm-hmm. as is that going to come out from the palace? Um, you know, they've denied, declined a lot of the titles that them and their kids would have had in the past. So to be seen if that occurs for their kids as well. Um, so, yeah, so it, I think there's a lot happening still in the next couple of weeks as they kind of get that sorted. But um, sad to see the queen go, but she had an incredible life and um We'll see what's next. I think there's going to be some modernization of the monarch is what everybody's talking about. So you're curious to see exactly what that means. 
Yeah. I don't know. It's like we are so invested as Americans in the monarchy, even Mm -hmm. though like we have no say in it. We have no like skin in this game. (laughs) But like, I just don't see Charles. Like I see William as the king. Like I don't see Charles as the king at all. Well, and I think that in the past, even when Elizabeth was around, it wasn't like, oh, when she passes, Charles is going to be the king. He's going to do all this stuff. It's it's all been about (laughs) Prince William and his future as king. So it's kind of like, well, Charles still has a life to live. Yeah, he's like in his 70s. He's he's not going yet. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's a really good point, though, is there just that was never the focus of post her ruling. It's always been about William being the future king of the country. Yeah, I mean, obviously one day. But what's crazy is we're probably, I mean, in our lifetimes, we will see two, I don't know the proper term for it, but like two new kings. Yeah. Like be initiated. I don't, I don't know the proper term there, so forgive me. But <laughs> Phil, that like that's wild to, to go through that. But I am happy that Harry and Meghan are there to be a part of it because yes. Harry was so close to Queen and like that's his grandmother and I just I'm glad that they're there I mean people are obviously making stories of them holding hands and it being mm-hmm. a big deal and not respecting it but like they've always been like that though yeah. I mean and since they first got together but there's still um you know the queen still was very much a part of their life and yeah. there's little nods to her like Megan was wearing pearl earrings yes. that the queen had gifted her um so I think sweet. Kate Middleton was wearing some jewelry that was both from the now, queen she's as queen. well as yes like oh 100 percent. she is like made to be in that role I mean yes see I see that her and William king queen right there I'm sorry I don't see Charles and Camilla like no I just don't. don't. And maybe that's just because of all the stuff they've been through. And like, I don't know if you watch the crown, you'll see it my way. Like I promise. (laughs) Another show I have not watched, but I should really need to watch. I haven't. Oh my God. I I loved it. Like, I I think it's actually trending right now because of what happened. It is phenomenal. But they've had quite a long streak of positive reviews and awards. And they actually did pause filming right now because of what's going on. Um, And then somebody I know, they they were in Scotland um, right before all this happened. And because of all of their reaction might have been a different reaction (laughs) right well they were actually had to cut their trip short because it just got so um crazy out there with all the people coming into town and is she was in scotland right like that's where her um estate was that she was at i believe before Um, she was back well belmar Belmar. yeah yeah yeah. so just in that country alone everybody was trying to come into town and so she's like i'm gonna get out of here because it's a little (laughs) wild right now yes yeah, so, I saw but, some stuff like people in Ireland were more like, eh. you know, like people just feel differently about that. And I think I'm just not privy to like, or I don't understand the, the politics behind all yeah. these things. So it's just interesting <laughs> to see so many different opinions and, uh, you know, just different reactions to this. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Am I laughing hysterically at the um, the TikToks where it's saying like <laughs> Princess Diana is like at the Heaven's Gates, like hello, like, nice to see you again. Like, Mm -hmm. there's some, there's some really funny uh, content being made around this. It's not a funny topic because it's sad when anyone passes away, but with all of the, um, interesting things that has happened in that family, uh, there's definitely some, uh, people are getting a little creative with what they come up with. Yeah, it happens. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But anyway, okay, so moving on now to... One more pop culture story, because we just can't help but talk about it. No. We talked about Leonardo DiCaprio breaking up, I think, in our second two, episode. Yeah, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. So we got to obviously talk about him and possibly Gigi Hadid. Oh, my oh gosh. My God. <laughs> it's not age appropriate, whatever. But, like, it's just, like, again, I only see Leonardo as, like, the guy in, like, Wolf of Wall Street or in Titanic. Like, to me, he's not, like, 47 years old. He's, like, in his 20s, and him and Gigi are just, like, iconic together. Oh, yeah. They would 
be beautiful together. Yes. <laughs> and so, just like him and every other supermodel he's dated. Exactly. So E! News is reporting that the Oscar winner, Leo, has been hanging out with supermodel Gigi following Leo's split from his girlfriend of four years. Um, but people are saying that they aren't getting into a serious relationship. Leo is not wanting to do that. He is enjoying being single and that Leo and Gigi are not exclusive. And a source close to Gigi also tells E! News that neither of them want a relationship, that they have hung out multiple times, are into each other, and Gigi thinks he's a cool guy. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. I mean, I know New York Fashion Week is going on, and I saw some posts, or the New York Post uh, added some photos of the two of them, like, hanging out. So, you know, just... Uh, just love to see what happens. I mean, if anything, he can basically do a big F you to everyone saying he doesn't date over 25 because Gigi is 27. Yeah. So she, I did enjoy the joke from the Emmys that Keenan had about, um, oh, yeah. Zendaya. When, yeah. He's talking about Zendaya and he's like, 26 is an interesting age in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> you can still play a high school student. Yeah. You're too old to date Leonardo DiCaprio. And so. Cheers to that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> no, it's so true. And Gigi has a baby. So she it's does. Like, that's a, I don't know if he's dated anyone else during their time together that's had a child and maybe no. he has, but maybe this is him, you know, just either him enjoying being single and just like hanging out with one of the most beautiful models in the world, or it's potentially something more, but I guess we're going to have to wait and see because they're yeah. obviously their reps are not going to give us anything right now. No, but you never know. Sometimes it just takes the right woman to settle someone down. Look at George Clooney. <laughs> oh, George and Amal just beyond, but well, speaking <laughs> of being 25 again, should we um, get into our thirties topic where we're going to talk about skincare, what you should be doing, products that Aaron and I have both used and how we managed to try to have 25 year old looking skin. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you're in your thirties when you have to yeah. talk about skincare and actually pay attention to that. Um, exactly. but it's very important. And I think something that really needs to be talked about. <laughs> it is. And I saw this quote where it's like, it's never too late to start a skincare routine. And oh, I felt so very seen in that because I don't think I've gave a crap about skincare until I was getting married. And mm -hmm. I was like, wow, I should really care about my skin more. And that's why we wanted to have this, this topic come up because we're in our thirties. We, we need to start making sure we are moisturizing and all the fun things. So we are able to kind of tell everybody like, Hey, here's an easy and affordable routine to follow. Again, we are not doctors. We are only just giving like what we've done and maybe some suggestions from women's health magazine that has been put out here. <laughs> yes. But we recommend you should see your own dermatologist or your yes. own skincare expert to find out what works best for you. But Definitely. these are some ideas. <laughs> yeah. And it's fun to talk about. I mean, gosh, how many of us can look in our, I mh mean, look in our, uh, like clo not closet, but like bathroom vanities and be like, wow, I have so many products. Which one do I use? Which one's good? Are these even good? You know, it's like, we all buy stuff and it's like, what do I actually need here? So we were able to kind of look, look up some different articles and women's health magazine had a great article called the best skincare routine to use in your thirties, plus an easy and affordable routine to follow. And as someone who didn't really know a lot about skincare and like, besides like the past <laughs> two years maybe, and just thought, Oh, I'm going to be young forever. Or like just didn't even care. And, also wants it to be affordable. I thought this article was really great. And I'll kind of give you guys like the, the gist of it basically. So as we get into our thirties, our hormone levels decrease and the rate of collagen and elastin production lowers. Boo sucks for us. Why does this happen <laughs> to women? This sucks. But as that happens, our cell turnover becomes slower. So that's why your skin doesn't bounce back like it used to. So some of us may have gone out in our 20s and have the evidence showing on our face of us not sleeping as well. Or maybe we forgot to wear SPF when we were younger and we're out at the beach all the time. The UV damage is now going to show, especially as we hit that big old three zero, and it's going to like never go away at this point. So we want to make sure that you guys are knowing like what not to do, but also like kind of give like a good skincare routine and go over some of the products that even we use that we really like. Um, so one thing not to do, which kills me cause like I <laughs> can't even tell you how many of these packages I have in my bathroom is no makeup removing wipes. 
I know they're easy and I love them. I, I use them on a plane. I use them when I travel. I use them if I'm drinking and I just want to go the freak to sleep. Like I don't want to wash my face. I'm like, screw it. I'm using a makeup wipe. They're saying do not use those. It's not good for your skin. It's not actually cleansing your skin. So try to avoid them if you can. And even if you're drunk doing your makeup removing routine, just I don't even know. Try to make it fun and try to do it as fast as possible, I guess, but without <laughs> the makeup removing wipe. Um, the next one is finding out like what works for you. So like I said, a lot of us have products, so many products. Like Erin, how many products do you think you have in your bathroom? Like oh my for gosh. skin? I have too many. And yeah. I actually like I'm looking at some right now just because I wanted to make sure I told you right. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, like, yeah a lot like a lot like <laughs> over 20 I would say yeah and I don't know even what half of them I don't know the order I should use them in so that's one thing that they recommend is like don't go overboard with finding what works for you don't put a bunch of different products on your face without researching them first some of us have oily skin some of us have dry skin some of us have the, the right meat in the middle there I have super dry skin so I've and sensitive skin so I have to be super careful what I put on my face I have rosacea I have eczema. I mean, you name an inflammation skin issue, I have it. Like Aaron <laughs> knows do. it's you it's do. the truth. So I have to be, I have to personally be careful with not going overboard, trying new things. And I'm sure I'm not the only person out there, but just making sure that you're not just buying the latest thing you saw on TikTok that somebody recommended. Like make sure you're researching the product before you go out one and spend your money and two, put it on your face. It's very delicate. Just be careful with that. Um, another thing actually that Aaron mentioned too, is don't be scared to go to the dermatologist. Like we are not dermatologists. You guys know that. Um, we just are doing recommendations, but the dermatologist is not scary. It's not like, I don't know. I like going to the dentist, so I wouldn't compare it to that, but I don't think there's many people that do, but like a dermatologist is just there to check your skin, make sure you're any weird moles or freckles that look abnormal, but they also are really great with recommending skincare because this is their profession. This is this is what they do. This is what they know. And Erin, you've been seeing a dermatologist for how uh, long? Yes, uh, too long. Um, I started probably about a decade ago um, just needing to go. But I come from, my family is very freckly and moly. Um, and so that is something. And I think uh, too many years in the tanning bed when I was in college. Oh, my God. Uh, a tanning bed? Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Yep, that needs to be tan 24-7 where you put the little sticker on you to have that <laughs> outline oh, of the Lord. That reminds me of like, like Laguna Beach. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, but yeah, I, um, I had a rough couple years where I've had a lot of um, suspicious areas that had to be checked more and stuff. So, highly recommend going. I'm back down to once a year, thankfully. Okay. Um, but it's something you really should be getting a skin check, especially if you live in the South. Like if you live in Florida, or mm -hmm. anywhere you spend a lot of time in the sun, you should be going at least once a year to get checked out. Definitely. And they check from head to toe. Like when I first went to the yes. derm, I'm like, I'm a very freckly person. I've been that way since I was a kid, but she was like, all of a sudden she like started my hair and I was like, are you checking mm -hmm. me for lice? Like, what are you doing? And she's like, no, you get freckles in on your scalp. And yep. even though you have hair, it's, they still are there. And I was like, wait, really? Like, I didn't even realize that. And then what's funny is Sean shaved his head uh, like what, two weeks ago now. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, you have freckles on your head. And he's had hair, obviously, since he was, like, a baby. Like, yeah. it's, no, you, it's crazy. You would be surprised where they will find a mole or a freckle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and There's the, some and places. The, <laughs> and the most hidden areas that you would never expect, you would be surprised. <laughs> some dark areas that they can find them. But the derm is so great. And like I said, they know skin. This is what they yes. do. This is what they studied. And they can give really good advice on, like, cleansers that you should be using and Whenever I go, I'm, you know, I always just talk to her and I'm like, here's another skin issue I'm having. And they're like, hey, you should use this type of moisturizer. And if you go, ask them for samples. These types of doctors, like, they always have little sample products. And those are great. So you're not spending your money on the big packaging of them when you don't even know how your skin's going to react. So it's might be awkward or you just don't care. Just be like, hey, do you have a sample of this cream that you're recommending? Because I want to make sure it's going to work before I invest in this product. Absolutely. So definitely check that out um, and go see a dermatologist sooner rather than later. It's like one of those things once a year, unless your doctor tells you more, but it's just something to, good to add to 
like your routine as you've gotten older or as you get older. Um, another thing that I like to add in my routine, and I know actually Aaron's been doing these for a while, is facials. That yes. has been my like self-care luxury moment, but it's also I've seen such a difference in my skin. And actually, shout out to Aaron because I think you're the one who was like, when I <laughs> got engaged, you were like, you should start doing like month or bi-monthly facials or something. So that is something I will never break from my routine again. Like every seven weeks on the dot. I go to my girl Nikki at Skin Spa Equilux Beauty, and I am like, hello, I'm here. Make me feel beautiful again. <laughs> yes. And no, I actually started the same way. I started going like four months before my wedding. I got a Groupon. Oh, <laughs> to, my God. I, I and, forgot about Groupon. Yeah, so I, I went, and um, that's when I met my savior, Brittany, who um, has been doing my facials. So that going on eight years almost. Um, and I go like every four to six weeks if I can make it. Um, and she, she's changed my skin as well. I mean, she's taught me so many things of how to take care of it. Uh, she's the one who actually told me that you should not use exfoliators that have the beads in it. It's, it's really not good for your skin. Um, environment people. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Double, double whammy there. So, um, Find someone you like. Mine is very affordable, so that helps yeah. a lot to be able to do it. Um, but definitely find someone you like who you has really good process um, because that's a self-care treat I highly recommend when you get to this point in your life. It's world of difference. Yeah. And it's like, like you said, find somebody you trust and they also do little samples too, people mm-hmm. of the products that they use on your face. And when you go in, like for myself, I honestly was nervous to get a facial because of how sensitive my skin is. I was like, I don't know. I might get like, I might break out. I might get my rosacea, my eczema might act up. Like I was really nervous. But if you go to a place that makes you fill out a survey of like, what do you have previously? What are you allergic to? Like, I felt more comfortable going to this place because it was like, Hey, tell me about your skin in full detail. It was like a, like a consult basically before I even got a facial. And I was like, Oh, this is great. Like they actually care about how my skin's going to look and they're not just going to like send me out and my face is going to be like a tomato the next day because of all the stuff that they put on it. Mm -hmm. So I really, really recommend facials. I think they're one, it's just nice to get pampered a little bit for like an hour every seven (laughs) weeks. Um, but it also like, I've seen a difference in my skin. They can recommend products that help with, with skin. Um, so between a dermatologist and a facialist, um, what are they called? Esthetician. Yeah. Oh, that's a tough word to say. Esthetician. Esthetician. There we go. I'm just going to let you say that one because I'm going to not do, I'm not going to do as well. But between those two, those are some good recommendations, I think, personally, that have made a world of difference for for myself, but I know, Erin, for you as well. Yeah. So let's talk like routine. Like there should be an AM and a PM routine. Um, So what's your AM PM routine? Um, And I'll give you mine too. We're probably not too far apart. Oh my gosh. Okay. So women's magazine had like their AM routine and I'll just go through that because I do not follow this. Like I work from (laughs) home. So like I don't really put on a face of makeup or anything. Like I need to actually looking at this. I'm like, wow, I need to be better. So women's health magazine recommends doing a light cleanser, a toner, a serum, like a vitamin C serum, moisturizer, and SPF. And I do the last three. So I'll do a (laughs) serum like vitamin C. I'll do my moisturizer, which to me is SPF because it's like I use a combo one. So I do those. I don't do, I don't clean my face in the morning and I also don't tone. So do you do anything different? Yeah. So I don't, if I don't usually cleanse in the morning, what I'll usually do is like a good splash of like cold water. Um, And I, I, maybe I'm wrong on this, but I thought I remember someone telling me one time cold water closes your pores and warm water opens your pores. So you do warm water at night and cold water in the morning. Um, So don't hold me to that. I could be wrong, but I swear (laughs) somebody told me that taught me that one time. Um, So I just will do like a good splash of cold water to kind of wipe off any of the the grime from the night before I do do a toner. So, um, Mm. I am hooked on the Mario Badescu skincare line. And so I have a toner from them, the glycolic acid toner that I do every morning. So I put that over my face and my neck. Um, and then I do have a serum. 
So I do a vitamin C serum, um, and then I do the moisturizer, which is also my SPF too. So I always get a moisturizer with an SPF in it. So almost all the way through that list. Yeah. I mean, you do way better. I think I need a toner. That's something that I, I need to look into is some type yeah. of toner. I've, I've, I've seen both. I've seen, um, articles that have said it's really doesn't do anything. And I've also seen ones that really highly recommend it. I think if you have, um, like red spots or splotchy mm-hmm. skin or, uh, you know, any kind of discoloration like freckles, yeah, I think it would be beneficial because it kind of balances everything on your face. Yeah. And I've actually been seeing, uh, this brand Covey by Emily Dionato. Like she like sports illustrated supermodel, like she's a new mom. So she wants like very clean ingredients for her skincare. So she came up with her own skincare line. Oh, nice. And I've seen so many people posting about it because it's minimal ingredients. And a lot of people are saying it's really good for sensitive skin people like myself. So I saw her just promoting a toner and I was like, maybe I should buy that. But again, I'm like so weird about buying things when I don't know how it's going to be on my face. And I'm just so nervous about putting new things on there, but I might try that one. And, um, or if anybody has tried it, please let me know. I, I'm yeah. dying to know like how do, it works for sensitive skin people. Just do like a little test area and see oh, yeah. if you have any kind of reaction. <laughs> yeah. Little test areas are, are the only thing I'll do because Aaron knows you guys yes. will eventually know, like even right now I'm podcasting with like a weird eye, internal <laughs> eye sty infection right now. So I'm really glad this is not a video podcast at oh, the moment. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, so for PM, uh, what Women's Health Magazine recommends doing is cleansing and exfoliating a serum like retinol. But I actually just was reading that you should avoid retinol if you're pregnant. Correct. And there's a new plant-based alternative. I don't even know how to say it, but it's spelled B-A-K-U-C-H-I-O-L. Mm. But Cuchiol? Yeah, I don't know. That, sounds, that does not sound right. But yeah. it's a really good like retinol serum like that's plant-based, so you can use it if you're pregnant. Um, and then after that, you're supposed to use a night cream and then an eye cream. So I pretty much do all of these. I don't actually, I lied. I don't do exfoliating. That's my one thing I don't do. Everything else I do though. Yeah. So I exfoliate. You're only, you shouldn't do it every day. I do it two to three times a week. Um, and I, you're not supposed to use the rough exfoliator. It should be a very smooth exfoliator. Okay. Um, but I didn't know that about retinol. I actually was just about to start the retinol before I got pregnant. So I haven't actually done it yet. Um, so once I am clear, I will add that into my team, but I do the night cream and I just started doing more eye creams as I'm noticing my (laughs) eyes are looking heavier and heavier and darker and darker. Uh, so that is now, I actually do a night cream during the day too. Um, so I have a couple, um, I'm kind of jumping around, but, um, so with like daytime, because I, well, first I love those little gold patches that you put on your eyes because oh, okay. those are lifesaver for me. So sometimes I'll do those when I first wake up just mm-hmm. so I can get it going before the day, but I'll do concealer. And then I, um, I did FabFitFun boxes for a long time and it that. was a nice way to get like full size beauty products to try out and see if mm-hmm. you like them. Um, so I did get connected with like the Tulip brand that way, even though I know that's very popular now. Mm-hmm. And that was my initial reaction. But one thing that Tula has is this rose glow and get it. It's a cooling and brightening eye balm. And so after I have my makeup on, which is very little, <laughs> even when I'm leaving the house, um, I just roll it under my eyes and it's very like cold feeling. Um, it's like in a little tube, but I feel like it brightens up right under my eyes. So that's like my daytime eye cream that I do. Ooh, I love a brightening eye cream. I use the Ula Hendrickson. Uh, it's like a, ban- yes. it's, it's like bananas. And you and I got stuck on that together. Oh my, yeah. We bought like a sample thing of it where you got like three little, I don't know, skincare products. And I'm obsessed with the eye cream. I j- literally just ran out like yesterday. Um, <laughs> but I love it though. And it smells really good and also doesn't make me break out, which is just a win-win all around. But Absolutely. eye cream is so important as we've yes. gotten older. Yes. I'm, I feel like I'm, I have, I also got, um, I think you use some of it too, the Super Goop uh, brand. Yes. I have their brightening eye cream now too, which has oh, SPF in it. Get... So you could do a good daytime with that. Oh, I use the Super Goop Glow Screen. Yes. And that's, 
I used that thing. I bought a little one. I went to Nordstrom and I was like, okay, I just, I don't want to travel with a big sunscreen and a big, um, oh my gosh, what is in the super goop glow screen? It's like a, it's, it's a CC like, cream, isn't it? Is it? Okay. Yeah. So it's like a CC cream and it's sunscreen. And I was like, okay, I don't want to have this big old sunscreen, all these products I'm traveling all over Europe with. So I went and got this like tiny little bottle. And of course it's like freaking 20 bucks for this little tiny thing <laughs> worth it. Every single freaking penny worth it. I have so much uh -huh. left and I used it every single day for two and a half weeks. My skin looked phenomenal. Like yes. not to toot my own horn, but this shit made me look really good. It had sunscreen. My face felt protected from the European sun, which just like beats down on you. And I love their products. I honestly didn't know they had an eye cream. I'm like yes. Googling it now about to like add to cart. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I got the eye cream. Um, I just didn't like reload of products from them because I love their sunscreen. Like their unseen sunscreen is what I use on my face when we're out on the boat or at the beach. Yeah. Um, and I use the super glow too. It's, it's my like, if I don't want like heavy foundation or anything on my face, mm -hmm. that is like my go-to normal day, um, thing I put on. But I think I got like a free sample of the eye cream randomly and I got some of their lip balm too, which I really like. So I've been nice. trying a few of their different products. And if you have kids, they have a kid's like mineral only brand, um, oh, cool. with super goop. So I highly recommend checking that out. I started using that on my son. Um, it's obviously a little pricier for yeah. sunscreen, but there's a lot of studies on that and it's worth spending a little extra money on sunscreen. Yeah. You know, what's funny is I always thought super goop was owned by Gwyneth Paltrow because of mm. her brand goop. I had no idea these were two separate companies. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> I had no clue. I'm like, wow, what a great name. Like how smart to do super goop as like your skincare and then goop as other things. And then I'm like, wait, these are not the same. <laughs> oh yeah. And Oh, cause I just got this new product. So if you wear your hair parted, and you don't wear a hat. Has you ever gotten sunburn on your part? It's like oh, the worst. It's, it's it like super itchy. red and it, it yep. breaks. It. So they now have a, what they call the poof powder, ah, <laughs> but it's so cute. It's literally for your hair parts. And it's just this powder that comes out kind of like a, a dry shampoo powder almost. Yeah. Um, but you just kind of throw that on there and then you won't get that and that's uh, by super group too that's by super group too so that's my new oh my product i've been trying because i wore a visor one time to the beach <laughs> and i had that big red line down my hair and so that was fun and it hurts so, to hair, put a hairbrush through it like it does or when you take wanna... a hot shower oh it's like burning yeah so i highly get get the poof if you have a part highly recommend yeah. that. <laughs> I'm literally on super goop right now. And I'm like, Ooh, 10% <laughs> off. Like, yes, let me add all this stuff to my car. And then yes. tomorrow I'll be like, what did I just buy? Like, it's like when you drink, start drinking wine or something. And then you do some Amazon shopping uh. and you're like, wait, <laughs> what did I buy? What is happening? And if you, I, I recently found out if you have an FSA health card, some of this stuff qualifies for that. So I've been buying a lot. Wait, of, what? Yes. If you go to the FSA store, which no is a really way. easy way to purchase things with your FSA card, um, they have a whole oh like God. section of super group stuff. So if you need to spend some money, it's because your your time is running out. <laughs> go load up on super group sunscreen. That's amazing. I, I am going to look at that tomorrow. I'm sure I already burned through it all, but I'm still going to look. Just oh my God, case. that's awesome. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. I love these little yeah. tips. But okay, so it sounds like we have our sunscreen taken care of. Yes. But I think one thing I actually did want to tell you guys about was this hydrating oil that I've been using. Because like I said, I have super, super dry skin. Like it gets kind of like patchy looking and just it ain't pretty. It, it's not a good look. So my facialist recommended or I'm sorry. I don't want to call her facialist. Esthetician. Esthetician. She recommended this brand. I've never even heard of it, but it's called DMK Seba E hydrating oil. And so it's like, it's only for dry skin. I really think if anyone with oily skin used it, they'd be like, why are you making me put like olive oil on my face? <laughs> That's kind of like what it feels like. It's like, an, it kind of smells like seaweed and you put it on your face. Like Sean was like, doesn't smell good, but cool. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but it's like hydrating my face so well. And you want to put it on like right after you get out of the shower. And it, don't go to bed immediately because it's it's pretty oily. 
I, it has worked wonders. So you do this hydrating oil. You just do like four drops, like one on each cheek, one on your forehead, one on your chin. And I'm pointing to each of my face areas. No, not even realizing <laughs> you guys can't see me. Um, and then you do this like herb and mineral moisture spray afterwards. And you just like do a little spritz, kind of like what you would do for setting spray. Spritz it on and then you just leave it. Don't pat it in. Don't do anything. Just like let your skin, up, let your uh, your face skin like absorb it. It has worked wonders for my dry ah. skin. Like I am so pleasantly happy. It's again, not super expensive, but also not like super cheap. I I'm cheap and I buy the travel size. Cause I'm like, I don't use that. I don't use that much of the product. I don't need to buy these like giant sizes of everything. And when I travel, it's really nice cause I can just take it in my carry on. Um, but definitely look into that. If you have dry skin, we can definitely drop all these links to, or all these like names of everything if anyone's interested. Um, but my dry skin, pretty relatable people. I am with you. It sucks. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to look at that. I have combo skins, but in the wintertime, it goes more dry. So that might be something I'll have to look at for the cooler season coming up. Yeah. Oh, my God. One product I've loved from last winter with my dry skin is Aquaphor. It makes a spray-on, um, like, moisturizer now that you can, oh. like, like, I use it on my legs, like, after I shave or something. I'm like, oh, let me do the Aquaphor spray so your hands don't get all icky. Game changer. So you don't rub it in, it just sprays on? Just spray. It's like sunscreen. You literally oh. just like spray it on. And then that and the Vaseline stick has been a game changer for me. Because yeah, I like definitely. to put on my eyelids. And I don't know. <laughs> I've been, I don't know. It's probably a wives' tale that if you put on your eyelids, they won't like look old. I don't what? know if that's true. But I have never heard that before. I lather my eyelids up in some, uh, <laughs> some Vaseline every night. <laughs> But you look real attractive. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't. Sean doesn't even look at me when we go to bed. And I get it because I don't want to even look in the mirror. I'm like, wow, I I don't care. I don't care. I want my skin to look good and I want it to feel good. And I'm actually going to Google like Vaseline on eyelids right yeah, now because. That's, that's a new one. <laughs> let's see. Yeah. Five ways to use petroleum jelly for skin care from the American Academy of Dermatology. Apply a small amount of petroleum jelly for moisture and protection as your eyelids are the thinnest part of your skin or the thinnest skin on your body. Sorry. That's so funny. I've never heard that, but it, it's maybe like, it's something I'll have to try. Yeah. It's like, are you saying I have thin skin? Oh my gosh. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. Thank you so much. <laughs> Oh but they God. make a stick now. Vaseline does. So you don't, Vaseline's so annoying when it gets on your fingers. Yeah. Gross. It's, it's like oily. Can't ever get it off. So there's like, I just target sells it, this stick. And I would just like rub my eyelids with the stick. And it's so funny. Cause like I'll be in the bathroom for like 15, 20 minutes before I go to bed to do all this stuff. And Sean like goes in to brush his teeth and he's like, all right, good night. And I'm like, cool. I'll see you in bed in like 20 minutes. Like, yeah. I'm just starting. Does he have a pimple <laughs> on his face? No. Does he have any yeah. skin issues? No. It's so unfair. <laughs> it really is. Why do women have to be so hormonal and have we everything go through, that come with it? <laughs> we go through so many changes already in our lives. We go through everything, and now we have to deal with, like, skin not being as tight as it once was in our 20s. Like, oh, we are strong women, though. I know. Yes. Well, the weirdest skin products that I have started trying to use in my 30s, mid-30s age group is I recently picked up neck cream um so it's got vitamins yeah. a d and e in it and it's supposed to help with the wrinkles and aging <laughs> looks of your neck and your chest so um the one i'm trying is the mario badescu because i'm obsessed with that brand and mm -hmm. i'm always looking for something new um so done that for a couple weeks now i think i noticed a difference i was gonna say have you taken before and after shots i should have but i i don't know i think i noticed it a little bit more this morning that it maybe didn't look as Ooh. like seeing the deep wrinkles so that's my new one and then my funniest item that i have to hide when i do it what? is it is this chin strap thing oh my god <laughs> so if you have like a double chin um i've seen a lot of like um influencers i was influenced on this one but don't knock it till you try it um it's good for like if you carry like post-pregnancy water weight 
in your in your chin area, which is an area that I've been a little self-conscious about since my pregnancy. Um, but it's this uh, mask thing that you <laughs> loop on your ears and it goes around the bottom of your chin and it's got collagen in it and um, other things to kind of help tighten that up. So I probably, if I used it more often, would notice more of a difference, but um you know, I think it's worth a try. So that's something that I try to do every once in a while, just to see if I can tighten that area up a little bit. I think you should take a selfie and we should put it on the Instagram. <laughs> uh, we'll see. I'll just, I'm, I'll do I would say, gram. let me, I'll get you some wine and then we'll take a picture. And then I'm like, wait, no, you're pregnant. We can't do that yet. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll do my, uh, my eye patches and my, my chin strap and we'll call it. <laughs> That's what we should do is like, here's what we really look like. Like I do. Oh, I meant to mention, I do like a mud, like this, like seaweed mud mask, like once a week, every Sunday, it's like my little self-care facial day. And, um, yeah, I, the dogs bark at me because they're like, what are you? <laughs> like, it's like this green funky looking color and it like has to turn into this like really hard, like seafoam green color. And the dogs like bark every time. But how funny would that be if we like took pictures of like, here's no, here's what skincare actually looks like in your thirties. It's like a chin <laughs> strap, eye patches, Vaseline yes. on your lids, like all of the above. <laughs> It's so true. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty accurate. I always tell my husband, don't look at me right now. Yeah. Give me give me 20 minutes to go through this and then we'll talk. <laughs> Even though they've seen us in way worse shape. Like, yeah, right? <laughs> way, I'm pretty sure it's not a pretty sight if I'm like, you know, not sick from drinking or something. Like, that ain't pretty. Yeah. I think they yeah. can deal with our skincare routines. Yeah, I think. I think Tom got a good laugh the first time he saw me with the chin strap. So oh, I, think I don't I bring that one out too often. Yeah. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I, I was like, what is that? <laughs> I think I did it before your wedding. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, that that's a good time to do it though. You're like, I know yeah. I'm going to be in all these photos. I want to like, you know, feel good. And who cares what it looks like when you're doing it at night? Nobody sees you then. Yes, that's very true. It's so... so all this to say, it's never too late to start investing in your skincare, and it's really important to find out what works best for you, not what works for anybody else, because we all have different skin, we all have different goals, but you should definitely take a look, and sunscreen is 100% for everybody. Yes, that is the one product I would say that, no, like, just just start it. Start it tomorrow. Like, for real, wear it all the time. I, I really regret I have some pretty deep crow's feet and wrinkles on my forehead because I never wore sunscreen when I was growing up. Didn't probably start wearing it until I got engaged. And that was what, two and a half years ago. Like, yeah, that is. And there's so many, yes. And there's so many products out there now that have sunscreen in it, even Mm -hmm. like your basic makeups, like in your foundations, they all are carrying sunscreen in them now because that's how important it is. And it's nice to have a a multi-use product. So that doesn't hurt especially for us like on the go people who you know are busy and just like I don't want to have this nine step routine that I have to do no it can be combined some like Erin said most makeup has it in it now it's just finding the one that works best for your skin absolutely yeah but well guys I think we're approaching like the one hour mark like this might be our longest episode yet (laughs) this is exciting but um we haven't come up with what we're going to talk about next week but i'm sure we'll have some another great topic to talk about and to vent about being in our 30s but until then um we hope you guys have a great week and we can't wait to talk to you soon